The Blinkist app takes the key takeaways from thousands of best-selling nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes for you to read or listen to. And you can get 25% off your first year at Blinkist.com slash TMS. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash TMS and start your seven-day free trial. Coming up on TMS, rectum damn near scrotum. Interview with a prostate, the misunderstood gland. Extra wide data storage. Lucky Charms Semi. Who is Jeremy Flopsweat? 40K is my bag of pajamas. Hipster, doofus, mustache only. Major spoilers. Star Trek, sorry. Trek nerd and more. Star Trek and more. <laughs> Trek nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Bel Air is a cigarette that adds a new dimension to smoking enjoyment. First, Bel Air gives you the clean, refreshing taste of its menthol-fresh blend of fine tobaccos. Then Bel Air adds the modern recessed filter, set deep, to put a breath of fresh air between the filter and you. Paul Cook is a broken. I'm not angry. I'm passionate. Duh. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TMS, the morning stream for July 22nd, 2019. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Good morning, Brian. Hello, Scott. How are <coughs> Good you? Good morning. I'm fine. I'm back from my little trip. Yeah. I missed everybody. Hear all that. Yeah, it was all right. We had a nice, quiet, well, I shouldn't say quiet. It was, uh, it was quiet on our side. Sadly, there was a lot of stuff happening on the internet I had to deal with while I was gone, but it was, yeah. um, it was a nice way to get away with the family. We got to go to the zoo. We got to go up in the mountains, uh, got to hang out with Van. He's just as cute as can be, and he's smiling and talking all the time. Not really, not with English, but, you babbling. know, words. He's babbling, yeah. yeah lots, mm-hmm. of, lots of weird baby words. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he's always peeing himself, and it's great. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, so there's a lot to say about it, but it's funny. Of the entire trip, uh, I have one moment that sticks out. Would you okay. like? Would you like to know what that moment was? I would absolutely love to hear what this moment is. Okay. Yes. So here's the deal. On what night was this? Had to be Saturday night. Saturday night, we're at this place in a little town called Midway, Utah. Okay. And it's this beautiful valley um, about 30 minutes, I want to say, east of Park City. Oh, okay. And uh, uh-huh. it was settled originally by a bunch of Swiss people. So the Swiss came swarming in there. In the 1800s, and said, "Yeah, this is where we are going to set up our sh- our shit, right?" Okay, yeah. Um, so I guess they could speak German, but anyway, whatever. It's uh, it's a very traditionally uh, Swiss German. And when you drive through there, you'll notice a lot of the little homes and the bed and breakfasts and the little Main Street town. Lots of Bavarian style, sort of beer fest looking architecture everywhere. So sure. it's, it's very Swiss and, and Scandinavian all that. Swiss, yeah. And they got like lots of little, you know, cheese shops and special bakeries that specialize in like Swiss baked goods and, th- and things like that. It's really cool. And uh, every year they have something called Swiss Days, and that place becomes a nightmare. Just no parking. It's packed with people. Every two feet, there's something to ch- look at. Like people love it. It's a huge thing here. We're not there during Swiss Days, so it's much quieter. And there's this restaurant that is otherwise so packed, we actually could get seats for it, which is, I forgot the name of it, but it's this really great, like, Italian slash, um, what's the other thing they focus on? I forgot. 
Anyway, uh, like real oven fire baked pizzas and things like that. And so we're sitting there and we're outside and it's beautiful outside and the temperature up there in Midway is about 10 or 12 degrees lower than it is in the valley. So it's just right. Perfect. Really nice. Yeah. yeah. You know how that is with you guys. You go up in the mountains, it's just perfect. In, totally. In the cools and, and especially when it's hot summer, it's like, oh, this is, yeah. this is nice. And down, the, and down here in the valley yesterday, it was 103 freaking degrees. So, you know, it was nice to be in a place that was a little crisper, a little cleaner, a little, a little less hot. And sure. uh, we're sitting there and I hear wafting from the far left side of me some, some what it turns out to be some lovely cover music. Oh, <laughs> okay. And I thought of you because of this this guy. And there was a guy sitting there. He's in a little tiny pavilion outside. It's just uh-huh. him, his acoustic guitar, his little mixer thing on the floor that he can like kick switches and do stuff with, a microphone, and a little bucket for, for tips. And he is doing the single coolest covers of every song you and I grew up with that I've ever heard. Like, I... I don't even know how to describe this, but every kind of song, pop song from the 80s you can think of, he's doing like this chill, smooth cover of Hmm. with this really ethereal, kind of almost angelic kind of voice this guy has. He looks like an insurance agent, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of stocky. He's got a button-down <laughs> shirt. Got a collar. He's got these kind of khakis. You, Geico, you hook you up with Geico between songs. Yes, that's kind of what he looks like. But he's none of those things. He's this angel-voiced, like freaking, does gigs in Midway, and he was amazing. So my favorite moment of the entire trip was I took Van over there, sat right next to where this guy's uh, amp was, right next mm-hmm. to him, and just held the baby. Uh, here on my left side and he just kind of chilled on my shoulder and listened to this guy play some of the coolest awesome covers of things like I'm trying, I can't even remember what songs they were now but it's like all the stuff that we grew up with did he do Africa Scott come on the world wants to know he did didn't he do, do Africa? Africa no and I didn't and I I was tempted to go see if he'd do a request and I didn't do it <laughs> but, but, but stuff like from that area like yeah, probably a Hall of song or, uh... sort of but a lot of it was too is like there's some new wavy stuff in there and gotcha. so, like a lot of Tom Petty covers hmm. like Tom Petty and the this Heartbreakers uh, sort of mid 80s style Tom Petty it was just I mean you'd, really you'd know if it was that uh, Matt uh, or Mark Messa, uh, Massa or Matt Messa uh, there's a guy that's local to the oh the pizza area. guy no 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 not him the pizza guy yes yeah. right. that guy's great that guy yeah. is great in fact for a hot second i thought maybe there this is that guy but it, it wasn't that guy it was yeah. a different guy huh. and the closer you got to him the more he realized he looked here's the truth he looked like you in business casual that's what he looked like. <laughs> oh so he was just devilishly handsome is oh what yeah you're saying. the ladies were just yes. melting everybody there we uh-huh. just couldn't believe the amount of handsome coming yeah, off this guy yeah yeah it was oh. hard for me even and i'm you know <laughs> I'm not really gay or anything, but I lots was. Lots of lots of phone numbers written on napkins, thrown into his his uh, dollar basket, his well, dollar bowl, whatever. Yeah. The best thing that happened though is he, Van, and I are just sitting there chilling, kind of singing along to it. Oh, he did some great James Taylor covers, which were really good. Mm. What's that one that James Taylor sings? It's my favorite song he ever did. Called, <laughs> I can't think of it. I'm too tired. Uh. Frick, whatever it is, he does. Uh, he just did these amazing versions of it. You've got a friend? Uh, no, none of those. It's more like a one that you don't hear very often, um, which might be why it's my favorite because his most common ones kind of grate on you after a while. Sweet baby James. Oh, that might be it. Uh, That's it. 
That's the one. Sweet Baby James. I, I love that him. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, he's singing that and just everyone's, in, you know, in the plot, the place goes nuts when he's done that. Like clapping. I haven't heard that much excitement at a at a little casual restaurant. He's supposed to sort of be background noise. But at one point, he's there. I'm there with Van. People are walking around. People are chilling, eating their food. It's starting to be sundown. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous out there. And three little kids come up to his little tip bucket. And the first one puts a dollar in. And the second kid puts $5 in. And the third kid looks at the guy, looks at the box, looks at the guy, and then proceeds to reach in and grab a handful of money and run the other direction. (laughs) Nice. It was really funny. Kids don't understand how that whole thing works. No. They're they're confused. <laughs> so anyway, it was uh it was very nice on the on the whole, just a great little escape. Spent a lot of time in Park City, went up and down Main Street, and did all the shops and the stuff, very and cool. had some cool For, food. Wonder why? Why was I thinking you were going up to um, Mount Rushmore? I was thinking that this was a road trip for some reason. Oh heck why. no, road uh, Rushmore. No, Wendy's going to Rushmore. She told you on, she that's told us that on Thursday. That's what it was. Yes, yeah, she was talking about Rushmore on Thursday. Yep, that's yeah. why. Okay, because they're going to drive all the way from Minnesota and they're going to stop and stop and. Uh, the Dakotas crazy it is crazy that's right that's that's a long drive um no for us it was much shorter I think it I don't know it takes me maybe an hour to get where we went so mm-hmm. it was nice though we have a timeshare up there so we used that and uh it was kind of this Swiss villa kind of looking place and oh it's just really it was nice you got to do that once in a while you just gotta yeah. get out there with the people you love the most and hang out with them and we played my new card game a whole bunch. Did a little testing oh, on that. A little play testing. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Everyone came away loving that. I added a couple of twists to it that are super competitive and they may be a little too competitive. I gotta <laughs> gotta make sure that gets dialed back a little bit, but that went well. And yeah, it was just a it was a really nice time. So cool. Now I'm back I in the valley it was, where it's 105 degrees. It's fantastic. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, uh this coming weekend, uh Tina's making another one of her her work trips. Uh, down to New Mexico. I think I'm going to join her this weekend. So oh, nice. uh, we'll figure out what that means for the show. Monday's show will definitely be done from the hotel. Oh, okay, cool. Um, we'll need to figure out the Tuesday situation because we may be driving at that point or we may do the show and then drive after the show. Or or maybe I'm in for the first half of the show. You bring in, you know, maybe Jury does the second half of the show with you or something like that. We can figure it all out. Well, that sounds like fun. It's a good time up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or down there, I guess. Over there for you guys. Let's see. Down there. Down there. It's down there. Yeah. It's down there. It's straight south. I guess it's down there for both of us. Now that I think about it. It's just a good. It's a nice little getaway before, before all the birthday shenanigans start happening. I did go to the zoo, and that was yesterday, and that was Uh hot, really hot at the zoo. Uh, Is that in Park City or is that back in Salt Lake? Back in Salt Lake, we did. We have a city zoo here called the 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 Hogle Zoo, and it's. Mm it's where we got a we had a we have a stuffed liger there because uh, <laughs> wait a stuffed liger yeah because he died years ago but they're so proud oh, of okay. this so he's a taxidermy stuffed yeah 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 they they're so proud I thought of he was this. just really full from a big meal <laughs> no he's he's a good... from eating from eating one of the gazelle yeah <laughs> plus <laughs> uh, the uh, the ele- uh, I can't elephant uh, ostrich. <laughs> That's right. We do nothing but combine. Ostrof- we ha- Ostrophans. Yeah. We We're just, eating one of the ostrophans. We just cross our animals here. That's all we do. But uh, anyway, they, they it's a great little zoo. We like it here, and um, it's reasonably priced, blah, blah, blah. However, you're still going to pay like 18 bucks a ticket, okay? Yeah. It's the dead of summer, and that means if you're going in there, it's the perfect like, hey, it's summer. Let's take the kids. Let's go to the zoo. But that means 
all of the animals, and I mean all of them, are sleeping or not there. Right. They're either out there laying and basking in the sun and dead asleep and won't budge, or they're hiding in one of the little shade places where they're protected. Yeah. 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 Hey, man, look over there. See that brown brown lump? That's a lion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we never could get, like, the the apes were super slow and just kind of mumbling around and not doing anything, and it just bummed me out, man. Like, the whole point of being there. there, uh man that's where the red panda sleeps yeah. he's in there right now yeah. imagine how cool he'd look and those red pandas dude here let me read you the sign that they even have for the red pandas i put this on twitter last yeah. night so, oh i did see this yeah so for the <laughs> for the red pandas let's see if we can find it okay here it is here's the sign out in front of their their uh display and by the way i didn't see a single red panda so it explains where they're at yeah. the red pandas have access to their uh sorry to their off exhibit yard due to weather or temperatures they may choose to be on or off exhibit as they desire. <laughs> well, aren't they a bunch of divas? Yeah, did you just like just picture them sitting in a break room like, uh, I'm just not feeling it today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all the major ones, polar bears, uh sure. The big apes, the freaking um uh, what are they called? The uh, tigers, lions, all those. All those guys were either sure. asleep and and jammed into a corner or hidden under something. Now, do you have you have uh, indoor um, exhibits though too, right? Like reptiles and uh, oh yeah, we did all that as and well. And aviary sure. and stuff like that. Those guys, because they're in a protected area, they're always out and about. Well, as, as out and about as reptiles get, it's usually like looking through, looking in a glass container, mm. and oh, that leaf right there, I think is a lizard. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah, you go in there and you play Where's Waldo for twenty minutes inside yeah. of the the lizardorium or whatever it's called <laughs> right but uh there were there and there were some cool stuff in there we got a gigantic python in that place that's been there for years and it, that's fun is to he see reticulated uh i think so i think it's said on the thing a reticulated yeah. python a reticulated python sure yeah he looked a little rough because i think he's about to he's shed 100 points of reticulation <laughs> is what he's got they don't make action figures like they used to <laughs> But, uh, uh, zoos fun. maybe should maybe they should implement how do you do this let's say you're a zoo guy and you're like oh yeah we get so many people complaining about the zoo in the summer because everyone's asleep maybe what we need to do is only charge the equivalent of how how many animals are out and about so uh. um we've only got <laughs> uh 16 animals that you're actually able to see so we're only going to charge you eight bucks to come in today but oh now all the animals are out you're going to see all of them it's 40 bucks to see the zoo today where do i sign Just your your uh, what do yeah. they call that? Sign your petition. Give me your petition. I'll sign it. Because at <laughs> now, the end this of it might all, mean that when all the animals are out, you're paying more. Are you okay with that? Because yeah, yeah, there's you know, it has to be a trade off. Yeah. Plus, I got excited because as everyone knows, this was my 50th birthday last week. So I thought, hey, yeah. does the zoo do like any kind of you know? We get into AARP territory here. <laughs> your senior, yeah. like a senior uh, ticket price. Yeah. I don't think you're old enough for the senior ticket price, Scott. I wasn't. I got to the thing and I looked up there and you have to be 65. 65. Jeez, that's, yeah, that's just exactly. like saying, hey, if you're not if you're not quite dead yet, come on in here. We'll give you a right. discount. And if you're not dead no, yet, you, you will be from the heat. So enjoy. You are old enough to get AARP magazine, though, I think. I think oh, you can get that at, at 50. Really? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I don't want that. That's what the commercials say. The commercial shows these two young people, youngish people talking. Well, I thought AARP magazine was just for, you know, old people. No, you can get that starting at age 50. And clearly neither, neither of these two people are 50. Yeah, but what's in there that I want? 
what could discount be in there? coupons. You know, maybe maybe they have discount coupons for the zoo for those fifty to sixty-four. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they do. I didn't think of that. Maybe the local. They also have five easy no-cook soup recipes. Great. I'm in the mood for soup, but I don't, don't want to cook. I it. don't want to cook it. How do you do no-cook soup? Help make streets safer. Okay. Uh, what? Laura Linney, What I Know Now. <laughs> Annie Potts' favorite snack recipes. <laughs> Daily exercises you can do in 10 minutes for better balance. Yeah, okay. none of these. You're not seeing these articles in Ranger, Rick. That's for sure. <laughs> no. I don't like Flower it. power. Make your arrangements come alive. No. No thanks. <laughs> Interview with a prostate. The misunderstood gland. Stop. That's not that's, real. That is that is real. my favorite Anne Rice book. That's interview not... <laughs> with a prostate. <laughs> that isn't what it really says, is it? Does it say an interview 100%, 100%, with a prostate? One hundred percent. Here, I'll send you a link. Okay. To the arp.org article. Here you go. Enjoy learning about the misunderstood gland, the prostate. Okay, let's see. Oh yeah, interview with a prostate. Like there's a lady. Parkinson's oh. <laughs> TV VCR repair. It did sound like I was going through the Sally Struthers list of, of uh, job opportunities. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Here's one of the questions. I will read one to you. Oh my God, this really is an interview with a prostate. Oh yeah, that's, that's exactly what they're doing. Here's the here's one of the questions. AIRP says, "What? So you're swelling? Uh, JP, which is the prostate. Joe's prostate. Joe's yeah. prostate says no." Swelling is what happens to Joe's ankle when he injures it playing softball. I ain't injured. I'm enlarged. That said, prostates have been known to swell up sometimes because of an infection. Wow. That's called Joe's prostateitis. Prostate is kind of a street talker. <laughs> it is. It says, but it's less common than standard enlargement for older guys like Joe. Wow, Joe. Keep on playing let's, softball, Joe. Let's do. Let's do like a minute of this interview. Uh, do you want to do? Do you want to be AARP or do you want to be the prostate? I'll be the. Questions? I'll be the prostate. All right. Okay. ARP. So that's okay. me. Tell us about yourself. Oh my gosh. First okay. Question. Here it is. Uh, hi, I'm Joe's prostate. I'm a prostate and I live alone just in front of Joe's scrotum. Oh, sorry. Rectum. <laughs> <laughs> rectum. Damn near scrotum. <laughs> I didn't mean that to come there's, out. There's our show title. Yeah. Uh, then I say, what's to know? I'm very street. Yeah, I got to be more street. Okay, so totally street. Give me another yeah, it's one. Almost, can you do this in a Joe Pesci? Yeah, I'm I don't a know. Prostate, I live alone, just in front of Joe's rectum. What's to know? What's to know? Who's asking? <laughs> well, let's start with the basics. How old are you, and what do you do? <laughs> I'm 68, same as Joe. I hate this. I hate it. Oh, How is this geez. a thing? This is great. Do they have other interviews with people's body parts? Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> Joe's Joe's pancreas. Oh yeah. my gosh, dude! I just hang out here in the uh, in his chest. Uh, yeah. Oh, they have his a lot of cavity. lot of sections. They really do a lot of uh, interviews. Anyway, you I'll... can get this magazine now for free if you want to uh, read it in your favorite recliner. I, tell me more about Annie Potts and her soup. Oh wait, was she wasn't the soup one? What was her deal? What was Annie Potts saying? Annie Potts, uh, well, she was a designing woman, wasn't she? Right, but what's her thing in ARP? It's like, four things I would wish I oh, knew about Egon before I dated uh, no, him. No, no, she had good uh, good summer recipes, or uh, favorite snack recipes was Annie Potts. It was Laura Linney 
Oh, what right. I know now. Yeah, what I know now about my enormous eyes. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, More Tom... stuff like Truman Show, less stuff like... <laughs> Nude things. Hey, Nude uh, things. how did your uh, makeup ride go? Did you do it? I did it, yeah. So yesterday morning, as soon as it hit about 64, 65 degrees, hopped on the bike and uh, mapped out the whole thing. So this is really cool. Um, Google Maps actually lets you search or you basically say i'm going from here to here you know like you normally do with car directions mm -hmm. if you choose bike it actually figures out the best way to, for you to go with streets that have bike lanes mm. um, or on bike paths so it plots out the whole thing so it had this route that took me straight through denver um from the northwest down to the south central southeast or central east or central east south central central east <laughs> Central East, yeah. um, and uh, it was a 35 mile ride um, that I did in I guess about two hours, two and a two and a half hours. That about the normal uh, uh, time. About the something? normal, about 10 to 12 miles an hour. Okay. Um, let's see, where is it here? Uh, do, 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 do. Here we go. Average of 13.1 miles per hour. Yeah, two hours 35 minutes of moving time. In other words, like when I stopped and met Tina, Tina actually was great. Uh, three places along the way, she stopped to meet me with uh, snacks. Nice. And uh, refill my Gatorade, refill my water bottle. Um, what was your snack? Like what was your snack uh, options on this trip? What'd you get? I made um, yesterday morning. I made. I took a Nilla wafer. I put some um, mixed powdered uh, the low, the the Weight Watchers peanut butter on mm -hmm. it. The stuff that you mix with water, basically, mm -hmm. it's like powder you mix with water to make yeah. peanut butter. Mm -hmm. And then a slice of banana on each one. Yummy! And those are great. They're so dang good. So I had about four or five of those. And um, my gosh, T Banjo is just going nuts in the chat room. I'm sorry he's distracting me, but I'm guessing he's meaning my camera's too light. Let's un let's uncamera file myself or. Uh I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, so had had a couple of those, had a little quarter of a bagel with some peanut butter on it and, and that sort of thing. But here's the deal. So the 75 miles that I do um, for the MS-150 on, on each of the days, um, it's, it's unknown territory to me, right? Yeah. So it's like I do it. I don't really even think about it. I know that it's a, it's a long drive when I'm going from Broomfield up to fort collins but i don't really think about it but having lived in colorado all my life and in the denver area um the thought of driving from arvada down to uh highlands ranch is is just it's a it's an internal thing is like oh my god that ride takes so long that it's such a long drive it seems like a long drive it it, it is and um so in my head i'm thinking and you gotta like triple that or quadruple it or quintuple it for riding a bike because you're going like you said 13 miles an hour on the highway you can go 65 or more here so you think think as as fast as i get there in a car it's going to take me five times the amount of time to get down there um uh riding a bike sure uh getting down there I, i'm amazed that i got down there in two and a half hours i actually would have said oh that's going to be a three three and a half hour ride easily mm. um and it probably was a little bit closer to three hours with the, the you know few minute stops everywhere. You must be in better bike but, shape probably or something. I think so. I'm in better bike shape than I thought. And and it was a beautiful ride. It was like, oh, so much of it was on this green belt that goes along the Platte River. Mm -hmm. And it's all been 
redone. There are bridges that cross over all, you know, a few different places. And you can look down the plaid and see uh, big trees and bushes and greenery growing on either side. It's just a beautiful time of year to go. People on, they've got areas where the um, they've arranged the rocks to make these forced smooth ramps for the water to come down and it just comes pouring down but it's all smooth like like it's going down a, uh, a luge and there are guys out there with surfboards little mini boogie boards who are surfing on it like surfing stationary surfing on the river as it's coming down towards them it's wow, so cool that is cool that's good yeah. all right well, so it was you a blast can, it was really so you can mark it off your thing you can tell you made good <clears throat> you can you can sleep at night knowing that you fulfilled your thing. Well done. Exactly, exactly. I can now proudly wear that that uh, that medal that I earned uh, for the MS one fifty. All right, some quick thanks I got to give out to some people, and then we're gonna call Dunaway. Sure. Oh, you know sure. what I ought to do before I do that? I probably ought to run that. Okay. I um, <clears throat> got a birthday gift from somebody who says, "Happy birthday, nerd." On the bright side, you're probably younger than some newly forming Pacific volcano, so you've got that going for you. <laughs> Be sure to take out your teeth when you eat these. Love, Carrie. Well, that's right. Carrie sent me a giant box full of lemon pez, as is the oh, tradition nice. with Carrie. So, Carrie, coffee please, a.k.a. Cleo. Thank yes. you very, very much. I came home to that yesterday. Not only that, they were in the mailbox, and we hadn't gotten the mail because we were out of town. <laughs> Hot. Like, I'm surprised the whole thing hadn't just melted into a giant brick. Hot lemon pez. Yeah, hot lemon pez. <laughs> and I actually ate some lemon pez while it was hot, and it was fantastic. Was <laughs> huge sucker for lemon pez. So thank you, uh, Carrie. And then. Pun intended. Huge yes. sucker for lemon pez. And also, somebody sent me a Cocoa Puffs branded. Uh, what are these called? Sorry, Hot Wheels car. See this? Oh, that's funny. Who sent this? I sent you another Hot Wheels car. Did you get that one? Uh. It might still be in a box. Maybe. A Maybe. Yeah. This this wasn't you though. It was themed. No, that one was not me. But it was themed with it was themed with the rest of the presents I gave you. It was actually the first of the things that I was sending you. Yeah. And then I realized, God, I'd be a real cheapskate if if this was the only thing I sent you. <laughs> Dude, you could have sent me uh, last month's toenail clippings, and I would have still been happy because you don't have you to send me anything. Uh, spoiler alert: You haven't received everything yet. Oh, nope. Oh! There's a little Ziploc bag coming. Great. Uh, but don't, don't eat those no matter how much they look like. I don't know say. who sent this, but thanks for this. And then I'll go look for Brian's because I didn't know he sent me a Hot Wheels car. But <laughs> how cool is that? Little Cocoa Puffs uh, that is super thing. Cool. It's like a, uh, what do you call it? What do you, what's a, what's a thing you put? A hearse. It's like a hearse. It's a, is it really a hearse? I think so. That's I don't know what this is. That's a weird thing for like Sunny the, the cuckoo bird. What is he? What kind of bird is uh, yeah. Sunny the Cocoa Puffs bird? He this is. isn't a cheetah moment. I don't know what kind of bird he's. Yeah, what, what kind of bird is he? It's not a... Uh, I don't know what they, what is he? He is his that is Sunny, right? Yeah, Sunny the Cocoa Puffs bird. bird. He's cuckoo is. for Cocoa Puffs, Brian. That's what I understand about him. Yeah. Okay, it's a fifty-seven Buick, not a not a hearse. I I apologize. Okay, but it looks like a hearse. It's got a big back end on it. Um, there are this will not surprise you, or maybe it will. You can get a Frankenberry van. He really is a cuckoo. Okay, he's cuckoo. Oh, he's a cuckoo. Puffs. Okay, it kind of maybe has a little bit of a Chester Cheetah moment there. All right. He just doesn't look like a cuckoo bird. No, he doesn't. They have a Frankenberry van, a Count Chocula Corvette, or sorry, Chevrolet <laughs> wagon. Uh, they have a uh, Trix. Uh, I don't know what that is. Some kind of delivery van for Trix. There's a Wheaties van, a Lucky yeah. Charm semi. 
<laughs> Lucky Charm Semi. Yeah, there's all kinds of that's, cars. That's what happens when I uh, <laughs> when I go to the strip club <laughs> in the Fairy Kingdom. I get a, a Lucky Charm Semi. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm going to collect them all, I'm sure, at some point. <laughs> and then somebody sent me, where is it? Oh, here we go. Todd Filligam. Uh, he says, here are the water beads that uh, DJI is likely shipping with their tanks. They are perfectly fun for kids of all ages. It's one of those. Have you had? Have you seen the water beads, Brian? Have you? I've p- not seen the water beads. It's basically these tiny, tiny little. Uh, they look like little. I don't know what they look like. Plastic balls, almost, but they're not plastic. And they're all these different colors, and they come in this bag. And if you put oh, them in the in and the they water, puff up in they, the water, yeah, they puff up, and you can use them to like bean each other and throw at each other, like in water fights and stuff. Yeah. Um, and apparently, DJI is, has a drone thing that fires these so they have like fighting <laughs> ones oh that's cool anyway so he sent me like i don't know a thousand of these and it was super nice so thanks dan that's very cool do you have the drone to go with it though no you just have to manually you're going to manually be in each other I'm gonna be a, yeah there's no i'm going to live in a very low-tech water ball fight that's how that's going nice. to be all nice. right that's it for that uh thanks everybody for your kindness and your thoughts and all that sort of stuff it's very very nice to see and have and do very all right cool. we're going to call brian dunaway um yes. how do we do that we go here and then with a telephone yeah yeah not with a telephone and he's green that usually means he's good green is good green is good and looks like we've got uh brian dunaway are you there oh hi scott oh brian. my gosh he's there oh hi brian check it out Hey, Brian Dunaway, how was your weekend? What are you doing? How's life? How are you feeling there, buddy boy? Life's going good, Scott. Oh, that's life's fantastic. That makes me happy. Hey, it's, Look at uh, that life. I feel like we haven't talked in a while because you weren't uh, here last Wednesday. Yeah, we well, yeah there, was some, there was some miscommunication. Mm. So, yeah, what year? You were you were stuck in a meeting or some such, right? Wasn't that the deal? Yeah, we were supposed to have, well, they had called a last-minute meeting on Monday, and then at the last minute, they canceled it. And then I sent a message to the follow-up saying, hey, they moved it to Wednesday. Oh. Lucky us. But I don't think anybody read my follow-up. So then Wednesday, I get it. Oh, no, we knew that Wednesday because Brian knew. Right? Or yeah. something? Yeah, we read it, but we we saw it too late to do anything about it. Oh, right? that's what it was. It's too late. Yeah, too yeah. late. Too late. Uh, uh, a little bit of crickly crackly on the voice. Oh, that's no good. We don't want that. Let's let's see if I can fix that for you. Hold on. Because uh, it's probably gone now, right? Uh, say something. Saying some words that aren't crackly, probably. Yes, yes no crackly. All right, I think oh, I know what that is. crackly. Let me uh, try this again. This is going to be a little bit weird. Here we go. All right. Uh, we had a caller, but That's I had to weird. hang up on him. Yeah. He's still not here. I'm not crackly, right? We're good? Nice. Still Sounds still good. good. Still still crackle-free. All right. Somebody call in now. 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462 if you'd like to be part of today's uh, jackassery. There's stuff to win. <laughs> That's the main thing. You there are. Win. There are prizes, yes. Yeah. And uh, that'll be good. 801-471-0462. All right, while we wait for that, real quick here, Brian Dunaway, later today there'll be the uh, Boop Show, and you'd think to yourself, wait, Scott, didn't you go out of town for a few days? And the answer is, yes, I did. And then you'd say, well, have you played any video games to even talk about on the Boop Show? And I'd say, and yeah. like, shut up, leave me alone. Why are you so nosy? I'd say, yes. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say it's a great time to talk about it because not only did I play a few while I was gone because I took some stuff with me, but I played a crap ton last night. 
And by crap ton, I mean I tried like four or five different video games last night because I got a bunch of oh, codes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So plenty to talk hey, about. Hey, let me tell you something about The Boop Show. The yeah. Boop Show is a general gaming podcast where me and Scott mostly talk about indie games, but we're also about the gamer's life. And you know what? Gamer's life, sometimes you travel mm-hmm. and you have to squeeze it in. Yeah. Like a... Like a uh, Again, like a like a cantaloupe in a uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm always squeezing cantaloupes and stuff. That's all I know. Uh, sure, that's sure. right. Who isn't? Yeah. All right. Eight hundred one. You ever leave a cantaloupe in the refrigerator too long? Yes. That's it, not a good. It's time. not good at all. It turns into it smells like uh like really strong hairspray after a while. Yeah. Then you try to pick it up. And it's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. I don't recommend it. In fact, uh, no, but if you leave them on the counter, you have to keep moving them around. You don't want them to sit in one space on one side for too long. So you just have to rotate them, roll them down your counter, basically. That's right. We did a, we did a meal where we made food for one of the nights we were in the, in the place because they had like Mm -hmm. barbecue and all that. And, uh, we had watermelon that -hmm. when you cut it, it was kind of a smaller watermelon, some kind of local thing. And when you cut it, uh, the slices looked like they had little Diablo heads in it. <laughs> and uh, that was the only like part the that was good. No, just the inside oh. of it had like a pattern. Oh, really? And oh, they were weird. The, they were the only part of that I liked, which I thought was odd. The rest of the watermelon was kind of chewy and weird. And we had to throw most of it so out. So people are saying that the phone thing is going directly to voicemail. Mm, only for some, because we have someone on the line right now. Hi, who's this? Oh, okay. Hello? Hello. Hello. Oh, they made a liar out of you, yeah. Scott. If, unmute. If Supi, uh, are you muted? Unmute if you're muted. All right, we'll try another one. Let's see. Put that back on. Oh, oh hello. Oh, that—that that was somebody. That was that Brian. Was, that was oh, definitely. <laughs> try again, whoever that was. You didn't come through. I don't know why they'd be muted. It'd be their phone number. But anyway, let's try it again. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. That's eight zero one four seven one zero four. If you do not call, we're going to keep talking about the proper uh, storage of fruits right. and vegetables. How how often you have to roll your watermelon? That's exactly. right. Let's give this one a shot. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Oh, why is that ringing? Okay, hello. Oh wait, it has to get to the ten seconds. Okay, how about now? Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hi, this Yay. is Megan Sluck. Well, hello, Megan. How are you? Hello, Megan. Well, let me just say, my husband and I have been trying to call since you guys said this because we realized the phone was not working. Oh, well, all right. So the, we got the message. I think I was the one on hold the first time, and you said, oops, and hung up. Yeah, something was janky on our side. <laughs> we had to yeah, it. Okay, yeah. anyway, I just wanted to let you know your phone wasn't working. Yeah, well, it's working <laughs> now. Here you are, Megan. Welcome to the show. Uh, Brian, you want to explain to Megan how this all works? I will. Megan, where are you calling from, by the way? Well, originally, we're from California. I actually called him before from Evergreen. My husband is Slucko in the chat. I'm Mrs. Slucko. And we just recently relocated to Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Like, cross the whole country (laughs) for... uh, We pretty much... My father and I both lived in seven states, but two states are different for each of us. Wow. And now my husband, I believe, lived in five. Did y'all live in Louisiana for a while? No. Oh, good. Well, you're fine then. Everything will be fine. 
Well, Evergreen, Evergreen is nice too. So that's uh, yeah. you've lived in some some great places. Sure. All right. So here's what's going to happen, Megan. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for a prize package from Scott, which includes a Mad Max unboxed figurine as well as. Uh, stickers, you know, little little uh, little art uh, collection stuff. Bunch of art. You can mm. get art. Mm. Yeah, all that. Is what you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, but before they can start, I need to give everybody the topic. Now, uh, this last weekend, in addition to my big ride, on Saturday, I competed in a, a trivia tournament, uh, the semifinals for the trivia face-off tournament. So basically... Face-off. Face-off. Mm -hmm. So the entire month of June, we had to qualify by getting... A certain number of scores and certain number of nights you know basically we had to had to play a lot to to qualify we qualified we played in this thing and we won one of our questions actually our final question was made up of a bunch of different lists that we had to come up with one of those lists is the question that i'm going to give to you right now in the movie coneheads both familiar oh, with the movie Coneheads? Yes, great. I love yes, it. It's, I, my, it's on Pluto TV, and I watched it just the other day. It's oh, my favorite. Man. It's my favorite of the SNL uh, movie adaptations. I love it. I love well, that movie. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell you the Blues Brothers uh, is still better, but um, but I will tell you the Coneheads is good. <laughs> it holds up. Yeah, it does hold up. Uh, Coneheads features 14 uh, actors and actresses who were. Also, not ready for primetime players who are regular cast members for at least one season on Saturday Night Live. Okay. I want to know how many of these ex-SNLers you can name. There are 14 to choose from. SNLers. Ex-SNLers. I'm in. Um, Megan, knowing that uh, these guys both love and have recently watched Coneheads, who do you think is going to do better? Brian. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so Brian is going to win, and who do you want to go I'm first? I'm sorry, Scott. I've been watching the show too long. It's, it's fine. <laughs> hey, look. Unless it's DC, I go with Brian. That's totally fine. DC, I go with Scott. Who should, I know. That's all right. Who should Who should start? I'm also going to start with Brian, because I think that trips wow. you up, Scott. All right. Brian, go all for right. it. What do you wow. got? Wow. Hey. How about Dan Aykroyd? He's a really good choice since he is uh, Beldar Conehead from France. Uh, yeah, kind of the uh, top build uh, on this thing, if you will. And we're off to the races. Scott. Uh, Jane Curtin. May as well get her out of the way. Might oh, as well. Uh, Primat, uh, his lovely wife. Um, second build and reprising reprising their roles from the original from the original show. So isn't isn't was there ever they talked about doing a uh two? Did they ever do a two? No, two not never to my happened. No, not to my knowledge. It's unfortunate. It was an animated thing, but um Yeah. It's un- that it's actually un- even came before this. Yeah, it's unfortunate because I think that thing was great. It's underrated. Let's put it that way. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman, uh, uh the late great Phil Hartman. Yes, he was Marlax in this film. Marlax. And, uh uh, um, oh, my brain just farted. Uh, uh, Chris Farley is in this. He's like the boyfriend. Chris Farley, I think he's uh, he's the boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yes, Chris Ronnie Farley. Bradford, mm-hmm. Chris Farley. Yeah, two two in a row there. We've lost. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Two, two of the best. Mm. I believe there was a young Adam Sandler in there that I saw. 
There was uh, playing a guy named Carmine Wiener. Carmine uh, Wiener. <laughs> Uh, and, now, and now we can't get him out of movies. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say uh, Jan. I think Jan Hooks was in there. Oh, very good pick. Yes, Jan Hooks is Gladys Johnson. No wonder you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was. She was uh, some kind of driving her- thing. Uh, like he had to. Some driving teacher or some kind of something to do with driving at the school or I can't remember what it was. Something uh, with the daughter. Been, yeah. I don't remember. She was one of, what was her, her big SNL thing was she was one of the lounge singer sisters, right? The Sweeney sisters. Was that their name? I think so. She was there. She was there big time during the Hartman days. Um, One of the main female cast members. She was great. She's great. All right. Continue. Continue. Continue, Brian. Right. Was this before or after Chris Farley and David Spade? It must have been right before because David Spade was in there as well. He is in there. Um, yeah, what? Let's see. That's a good Black, question. Black, um, was it before Black Sheep? That was definitely Tommy before Boy and, Tommy uh, Boy and Black Sheep and that little run. Black Sheep right, sucks. Yeah. Tommy Boy's great. Black, Black Sheep is terrible. Yeah. Tommy Boy. Uh, David Spade played INS agent Eli Turnbull. Nice. Right. Uh, let's put uh, uh, Brian DeSalm in concert. Kevin Nealon, I believe, is in no, this. No, that, that was my next one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great mine. Kevin Nealon. Uh, subliminal man, Kevin Nealon, uh, played the senator. Nice. Hmm. Okay, so now we're getting kind of mm-hmm. into the into the Into the, into the nitty-gritty, as they say. Right. And, I, I... and it's a matter of... Of remembering not only who was in this thing, but whether or not they were ever, ever like a series right, regular. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> see, I think you said, oh, see, I, mm, I was so busy looking in my own mind that I forgot to uh, listen to what Scott was saying. And I almost Ooh. think he said one, right, that I'm wanting to say, and I'm afraid I'm going to say it. Uh, did you? Ah. Uh, Mm-hmm. Should listen better. Mm-hmm. Should listen better. Was John Lovitz was in there? John Lovitz. I remember and John Lovitz. Credited as uh, the dentist, Doctor Rudolph. Why was he uncredited? I don't know. He just he, he just didn't want to be credited. Yeah, see? They should never don't put my name on there. Don't sh- do it. He should never go uncredited. That guy's a. National, National treasure. treasure. When he's on screen, I he's ding. kind of a apparently kind of a butthole in person, but he's a really great dude on screen. <laughs> it's kind of it's weird to think of him being a butthole, right? Because yeah. like he's not, yeah. he doesn't seem like he should be able to be a cocky, you know, like I'm John Lovitz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with the evil dude in this. The our villain was Michael McKean. Michael McKean, oh, very good. And a lot of people McKean. forget that he was a, yeah. a member of Saturday Night Live. Not only a member, not only a cast member, he was also a host of Saturday Night Live before he joined the cast and a musical guest of Saturday Night Live. Oh. Crazy. He, his whole involvement there is nuts to me. It's very weird. It is. Yeah. Um, at the time, by the way, that he joined Saturday Night Live, he was the oldest person ever to join to be ever? for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah. But Leslie uh, Leslie Jones actually surpassed him. So he's hmm. he was 46 when he joined the cast. Uh, Leslie Jones, when she joined in 2014, was 47. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she doesn't strike me as that old. Yep, that's cool. How old was yeah, uh, How old was Randy Quaid when he when he was on there? Oh, that's a really good question. Let's see here. <laughs> Got to be God, younger. Randy Quaid had to be. I guess 
he's just he's just older now, but uh, he was probably thirties uh, at the time. Wade. So he was born in 1950. He joined SNL in 1985. So he was 35 when he joined <laughs> SNL. That's crazy sounding. <laughs> just hard to think of him as young. Yeah. Oh, young Randy Quaid. Uh, Babyface Randy Quaid. Hard to imagine him so, yeah, any so, other way. Uh, Michael McKean, INS Deputy Commissioner Gordon or Gorman Seedling. All right, Brian. It's on you, buddy. All right. Pretty sure you didn't say tim meadows but i always love tim meadows is tim meadows on there? tim meadows tim yeah, meadows yeah, appears in, in every single Everything. saturday night live related movie he's so good and he was he's also so on saturday night live for i think 48 years uh, <laughs> he had to be and i've I, i've enjoyed his uh goldberg's appearances and yes. his little his voice work he does on boss burgers he's, 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 he's great and, uh, tim meadows is awesome and he is in this yeah. uh he plays uh athletic cone <laughs> kind of kind of keeping with his uh school related work on the Goldbergs. Yeah, Tim Meadows is great and he is absolutely in this. Uh Ooh, we're getting Slim Pickens here. Yes, we are. Slim Pickens wasn't in there. Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There are only three people you have not named wow. yet. Wow. All right. Yes. Probably probably have a memory of G- Julia Sweeney in this. Oh, oh, well done. I think she was the other. Was she the other Sweeney sister in the Jen Hooks thing? No, I think just because of her name. She was Pat, probably. She was Pat, best, yeah. best remembered as Pat. Yeah. Pat. Uh, Julia Sweeney. She's the principal of the school. Oh, interesting. I, I couldn't remember and, what she uh, did, but yeah, she yeah. was in there. Julia Sweeney. All right. All right. I'd say suffered. Uh, she may have had breast cancer a few years there ago. There was and something. She had something. Gnarly. Yeah, yeah, some health issue, gnarly health issue. Can't remember what it was. Maybe breast cancer. Well, since you, since you so easily threw out the Jan hooks, I'm assuming that that must have been the one Scott said because I wasn't sure about it before. Uh, well, you don't. Are you asking? Yes, you he saying? did say. He did yeah, say. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I'm I wouldn't have. I, I will. I, I would not have, have. You wouldn't have said it otherwise. So that That's answered right. my oh. question. However, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. There's two actors. I know one was in a lot of SNL things but i don't know if he he was never he was never part of it ah god i can't remember (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) that's not a that's not a hint as to who does that bet was eddie griffin early on eddie griffin i'm gonna do eddie griffin he was he was early on snl was he not am i remembering that incorrectly his answer is eddie griffin brian how his answer is eddie griffin eddie griffin does appear in coneheads however Never Dang a member it. of SNL. Dang it! All I, had, all I had left was him and Sinbad, and I'm pretty sure Sinbad yeah, never did Yeah, so there are only two, uh, two people that you guys didn't name, um, both of whom were in the original, uh, the original sketch. Um, Lorraine Newman originally played the daughter of Jane Curtin and, oh. and Dan Aykroyd. She did not play the what? daughter of the new one. That was Michelle Burke, who played Connie in the new in the film. Yeah. But she, oh, uh, Ray Newman, appeared as Larta in the in the film. Right. Yeah. And uh, Garrett Morris. Oh, Garrett Morris, dude. Morris. Morris. I love that guy. Uh, as Captain Orr Cruiser. This ball been very, very good to me. A very underrated original cast member, Garrett Absolutely. Morris. Yeah. Yes. I love that guy. Also had a also had a really good uh, a really good like sitcom career after. Right. He still does. He still has shows. He does. He's yeah. on uh, something now. My wife likes a lot. Um, 
Oh, I couldn't tell you what it is. There's some show where he run, he's he's the greeter at a restaurant. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, and it's got that uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. The girl that plays Nora. I don't know her yeah. name. Mm. Oh, really? Okay. She's in it. Uh, it's a funny little sitcom. Anyway, she really likes it, and he's Garrett Morris is the guy at the front desk. Uh, is that called? The two see, broke girls. Next, scandal. Oh, two broke girls. Yeah, it's two Kat Dennings. Girls. Okay. Yeah. Cat Dennings is in there. Oh, Cat Dennings, right, right, right. From yes, from the Thor. Now, movies. remind me, and I could be wrong about this. Was uh, I have a weird memory that Drew Carey was in? Drew Carey absolutely yeah. is in it. He's not SNL, obviously, but but definitely not SNL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Richards and uh, Jason Alexander both appear in uh, yeah, yeah. in oh, Coneheads. Weird, so you get really? Half of Seinfeld. No way. Um, <laughs> I don't Tom Arnold that. is a golfer. Uh, Peter Aykroyd, Dan's son, yeah. is Highmaster Mentot. Parker Posey, <laughs> Joey Lauren Adams, Dave Thomas from uh, SCTV. Um, I mean, it's a pretty impressive. Oh, Sinbad. Sinbad. <laughs> it's a really impressive yeah, yeah. cast list for for you know a and not very well received, critically well received. Critically, don't it, you can ignore that. Yeah, Coneheads exactly. is a classic. It is. I don't know how it's not been rebooted. I completely, I, I completely agree, and it's and it shouldn't be good. Like I'm not saying it's inherently good. I'm saying somehow they pulled it off. Like it's yeah. yeah. I have more fun with that watching that than I do it's any other in SNL inspired thing. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's a weird thing. Um, it is streaming on Prime, by the way. So uh, if you're like me and haven't seen it in forever, then uh, go watch it on Amazon Prime. Also, also streaming on Pluto TV if you do okay. not have the Prime. There you go. That's Megan, all I would say is that your faith was misplaced this fine day. We wish you luck in the future. Well done. Hey, that was that was a hard choice because me and you both are huge SNL fans, and we've we've confessed our Coneheads love before too. So that yeah. was that was going to be tough either way. Yeah, I don't. Who submitted that one, Brian? Who's is that? Is that it was Brian? me. Oh, that was that you was me because it was a question. So here was the deal. On Saturday, we actually we were in. We had such a good lead. Uh, going into the final, the way they had it set up is we had these four lists. We had to name all the songs on the Jock Jams one CD. We had to name the second most populous city in uh, five or six different countries. We had to name um, the five the five TV shows with the longest or with the most number of Emmys. Mm. And then we had to name uh, any eight of the 14 SNL regulars who were in, in the movie Coneheads. We had enough of a lead that we put the ones we were sure about, which was Dan Aykroyd and uh, Jane Curtin, um, and did not gamble on any of the rest. Yeah. And we, we still won with a, a pretty good lead. Nice. Well, go yeah. watch Coneheads, everybody. You have no excuse. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, let us uh, be done. Hey, Dunaway, I'll see you at 3.30 for this boop show we were describing earlier. We should totally do that. I think so, too. It's going to be great. May the wind be at your back and F off. All right, he's gone. <laughs> All right, that's the end of that. And there's no time for news. All right. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, Stephen H. Schleicher of the beautiful website Major Spoilers will be here to talk to us about all things that happened at that Marvel reveal. at uh, Yes. Oh. Lots of good stuff to talk about. So excited, there. Scott. Me as well. There's some good stuff in there. Plus, Daryl yeah. will be here with a lot of stuff we learned about Star Trek at the self-same Comic-Con. So lots to discuss with those guys. That's coming right up. Before that, a song from Brian. Would you please introduce it? Yes. Let's go to L.A. for this one for a band that I think we've played before on TMS in the Middle. They have a brand new album coming out that um, is called Living Mirage. Actually, it just came out. Um 
but this is kind of a brand new single uh, released from that album. These guys are, are going on a 38 city tour. So if you like this, uh, chances are you can go see them in concert. They're going everywhere from Arizona, California, Indianapolis, to Madison, Wisconsin, to Georgia, to Washington, D.C., Brooklyn, coming through Denver here. I mean, these guys are playing everywhere. The band is called The Head and the Heart. Their brand new single is called Missed Connection. Missed Connection. Um, right now it has the number one position on the alternative radio chart. And uh, when they were here in Colorado, they sold out two shows at Red Rocks. Nice. Check them out. The Head and the Heart. This is from their brand new album, Living Mirage. The song is the title track, Missed Connection. come through yes it haunts me sunny days i'd miss you yes it haunts me first you see it then you feel it now i'm caught and we're making our own thing now i'm following you out to the coast if i never come through if i never come through don't tell me lost to stay crisscrossed in the wrong direction found myself in a conversation I'm a missed connection Standing there in a purple dress Point my eyes in the right direction Find myself in a conversation I'm a missed connection This maze, yes, it haunts me. Felt it slipping sideways, yes, it haunts me. But I see it and I feel it in my soul. Is there something I'm missing? Should I follow this wherever it goes? I will always come through. I will always come through. In the wrong direction Found myself in a conversation From a missed connection Standing there in a purple dress Point my eyes in the right direction Find myself in a conversation From a missed connection Only as alone as I wanna be Passing all the people standing on the street The fallen fruit of a family tree A crystal ball in the odyssey I'm a misconnection. Don't tell me you lost a step. Crisscrossed in the wrong direction. Found myself in a conversation. I'm a misconnection. Standing there in a purple dress. Point my eyes in the right direction. Find myself in a conversation. I'm a misconnection.
Hey guys, let's talk about Blinkist. Ah, uh, Blinkist. These guys are pretty cool. In today's age, it can be hard to find the time to sit down and learn more. It's not easy when the likes of social media can be so addictive and time-consuming, so you may think you don't have the time to read a book or to develop yourself. Well, there's an app that we can highly recommend. It's called Blinkist. It's pretty cool. It's the uh, only app out there that takes the best takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses those down to just 15 minutes so you can just read or listen to it at your convenience and in a much quicker fashion. You don't have to go find all the important stuff uh, by yourself. They've made it easy for busy people like you. You want to get to those main points quickly without reading the entire book. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute or on your lunch break or while you exercise. Eight million people are using Blinkist right this second as a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, history books, all that stuff. I really like Blinkist because, A, I didn't know it existed before I learned about it. And now I'm not sure I can live without it. It's really, really great. Uh, I use it when I walk the dog, which takes me uh, about a half an hour. And I can listen to like two 15-minute chunks and get it all in. Highly recommend you check out stuff in their self-help area. That's the first thing I did because I'm trying to get better time management going for myself. And they have tons of that. They have popular books like The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. It's an old one. The Four-Hour Week Week, but Work Week rather by Tim Ferriss. You may have heard of The Power of Habits by Charles D. D. Hig. I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but I've enjoyed all of these. Uh, and there's so much more in there. Anyway, right now for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash TMS and start your seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash TMS to start your seven-day free trial. Again, Blinkist.com slash TMS. Now, Cam's crisp refreshment comes to you in a handy new no-deposit, no-return glass bottle. So compact, it fits any refrigerator shelf, yet it contains a full bottle of beer. Your contact lens has just arrived. Her name is the Morning Stream, and she dances on the sand. We're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, I feel good about my camera uh, off and on. I feel good about my performance there today. Do do you know? Yeah, do you? I do. You did great. Yeah, I feel like I. uh... Jan Jan Hooks was one I was not expecting. Like Jan Hooks, Julia Sweeney, great great pulls for. uh... I mean, that was our heyday of SNL, right? It was. Those good. That entire cast. Exactly. Like Phil Hartman, uh, Spade, Farley. All of it. That whole run from like 85 through probably 95. Mm -hmm. Like a 10 year span. Except for Melanie Hutzel. I don't remember her. (laughs) Exactly. What was her deal? Was she any good? I don't remember. She was, I think the big thing for her was the uh, Delta, Delta, Delta. Can I help you, help you, help you? Oh, my gosh. Like the, the sorority, like the sorority thing. It's kind of a vaudeville sort of sounding thing. Doesn't sound kind great. Of, kind of, yeah. It wasn't very good. Well, uh, that's okay. Because now, joining us on the program will be uh, this fella right here. If I can find his 
starting deal. Steven. Steven Schleicher, all the way from Majorspoilers.com. Welcome back. How are you? Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Ooh, hello. Hey, uh, I, I don't know if you know this, but last week mm. there was a, an enormous convention held in San Diego, California. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, it goes by the name Comic Con. It's short for Comic Convention. That's and um, yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been there for, I don't know, 60 years or something, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. 50, 50 years. 50 this was years. the 50th anniversary of the show. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Let me, I share. I'm actually, let me, let me, I'm actually just a member of this guy. Yeah. It's called the Comic Con <laughs> International, colon, San Diego. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but they, they, I didn't know I shared my birthday with them. That's crazy. That's, yeah. that's I didn't know it was the 50th. That's insane. All right. Well, uh, hey, they had a thing. There was all the stuff. And, uh, you know, everyone's used to all that, except Marvel gets the stage. They get to do some Hall H, and they kind of dominated, um, as one might expect they would. Uh, mm-hmm. But they got up there with a whole lot of people, including former cast members of various MCU films, uh, new projects to announce, all sorts of stuff. We should probably try to break this down in the most semi-organized way as possible. So, Stephen, if you had your way, where, how would you start with what we got from Marvel? Well, one thing I, I would say is if you um, haven't realized you're going to need a Disney Plus service, you probably need to start saving up that money now so you can get Disney Plus because a large part of what's going on in Phase 4 or the next phase of Marvel Studios is going to be over on Disney Plus, mm. the streaming media service that launches sometime in the near future. Yeah, this fall. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they so they announced a number. I mean, the the presentation that they gave was really weird because they said, here are 10 things we're going to announce. And here's this timeline for when things are coming. And then they jumped all around that timeline, bouncing back and forth between movie properties and Disney Plus properties and things that are, you know, the 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 thing that's coming out first from Marvel Studios is actually the last announcement that they made. It's really crazy. So here's what we know is coming to the Disney Plus streaming service. Uh, we know that, and we'll do these in in order. Starting in the fall of 2020, it's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. That will a lot of these projects also have kind of already been announced, and mm-hmm. so it shouldn't come as a big surprise there. Also coming then in the spring of 2021 is WandaVision uh, with the Scarlet Witch and the Vision doing some stuff. Can you explain um, that to me? Is that a comic thing, or is that just? Them saying, "Hey, what the if title, Wanda and the Vision?" The title, yeah, I can't stand yeah, the, title, the name. I think is just their own thing. It's dumb. I don't like it. It's a dumb name. I agree. I agree because it it sounds like like uh, Wanda Maximoff decides that she's going to leave the superhero business and start her own cable channel, and right. it's going to be called WandaVision. Yeah, that's the one thing that they like. the one thing that they did say is that this is very, very, very weird. Yeah. The show itself is going to oh, be really? very weird. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. What thing. do they mean by yeah. weird? Like weirder than just like, it's got to be weirder than hey Wanda's a as a Scarlet Witch and this guy's a robot it's got to be weirder than that, right? Well, especially when you consider <laughs> huh, for all the people that are going to get upset about spoilers, especially when you know what happens to the Vision. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, oh, we where, can we can talk this... about the Vision. I think we could. I think it's been two I, years. Uh, we I don't know. I mean, people uh... still get angry every time I bring up that crappy Star Trek movie. <laughs> listen, listen, Vision, Vision uh, dies. Uh, you know, uh, Thanos snaps Vision out of existence by taking the. Uh, what was it? The power gem? Not snatching out of it. Not snatch him out of existence. Like yanks his, yanks his whole uh, head apart. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, bad. Right. He's a, it's a gnarly uh, loss of a character. But yeah, it's, everybody should know that thing by now. 
I would hope. Also coming in the spring of 2021, it's the Loki series. Now, this one's also a little bit weird. Uh, again, you have to have seen the Avengers movies to know what's going on, uh, especially in game, uh, because uh, this isn't going to feature the Loki that we saw. Time travel, ladies and gentlemen. Loki's going to be in this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and he's going to be jumping around time and doing different things. And what I really kind of hope is that he uh, gets to uh, what would be great is to see um, various incarnations of Loki. You know, Loki as a horse, Loki as a, uh, you know, as a woman, Loki as well, a whatever. And that's kind of the like the logo is an amalgamation of a bunch of different fonts mm -hmm. it's just four mm -hmm. letters but it's four different fonts which kind of makes you think yeah okay they are going to do that like have some sort of weird um weird uh multiple kind of appearance by loki and yeah, it's yeah. tom hiddleston so it's yeah 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 so they can do yeah. all sorts of things someone in the yeah. chat says female loki oh man go read your norse mythology yeah and yeah. i would i would highly recommend um is uh, Neil Gaiman's interpretation of the Norse mythology, where he's taking all these tales of North mm -hmm. mythology that he's heard before, and he's telling what he remembers from it. So it's his own take on the North God, Norse gods. And I believe it's called Norse gods, I think is the title of the book. It's really, really good and fascinating. But yeah, Loki's quite the trickster. And at one point, in order to uh, save um, um, Midgard, uh, he has to go out as a female horse and lure another horse away, and they don't see him for quite a while. And when Loki returns, he's got a colt with him. Mm. Oh, awesome. Still Hiddleston, uh, yeah. though, right? Hiddleston? Still Hiddleston. Yes, no, he's he's going to be in it. So everybody, uh, so you're seeing um, uh, for Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, you're seeing uh, the the two uh, characters uh, come back in that. Let me scroll up and find find everybody's names in the way that uh, things were. Sebastian were, were Stan. Sebastian and, uh, Stan and the other, uh, the other guy. Uh, Mar Marky P uh, Pulaski. Nope. Uh, J Jeremy uh, <laughs> Flopsweat. What's his no, name? No, Sebastian Stan and Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Anthony and Mackie. Stan. <laughs> also, also appearing in this show is going to be Zemo. And at the uh, convention, Ooh. he did don a purple mask. So there you go. Hold on. Who's Zemo? Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. Okay. He and was it, uh, in Civil War. It's not just a lightly alcoholic drink for uh, the distinguishing drinker? No, that's a Zemo. Ah, okay. Yeah, All helmet right. uh, Daniel Bruhl, uh, who was yeah. the guy who um, who kind of, I mean, the main instigator for Civil War, Daniel Bruhl, uh, is, is Helmut. Isn't it Helmut Zemo? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Okay, I know who it is. I know who it is now. All right. I forgot. So, He's the one that did all the confession stuff to um, Black Panther in uh, in uh, mm -hmm. uh, Civil War. Okay, yep. I got it. Coming out in the summer of 2021 on Disney Plus is a series called What If, based on the classic What If uh, series from uh, from Marvel. The interesting thing about this is everybody is returning for this. Yeah. Like all the other they, they have to do voices. Yeah, they exactly. Have to do voices. It's an yeah. animated series, and Jeffrey Wright will be playing Uatu the Watcher. I and so we're going to get see a lot of uh, different what if tales uh, spinning out of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And then the final announced um, Disney Plus title is Hawkeye, which comes out in the fall of 2021. Uh, Jeremy Renner reprising his role as that. Also getting to see uh, female Hawkeye in this as well. And for people that are like, oh, Hawkeye, is he really interesting? If you look at the logo, 
they're actually using the logo from the 2013 run of Hawkeye, which everybody just has said is the best Hawkeye run that you will ever read. Yeah. It is so good. It's got pizza dog in it. Uh, it's where we get Hawk guy. Uh, hey, Hawkeye. guy. Who's the, the, the um, creator on that? Uh, Mark? Uh, I want to say, um, is name? it, I want to say now I forgot now. Now we've yeah. scrolling back and forth through all of my notes. Uh, that's a Matt fraction and David Matt fraction. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, so definitely uh, you want to check that out when it comes out. So those are all the Disney Plus things. Now, one of the things that I'm just going to, I said I wanted to do this in order, but uh, uh, I did want to jump back to WandaVision really quick because they did specifically say during the presentation that the events in WandaVision will lead to Doctor Strange 2, which is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which comes out May 7th, <laughs> 2021. So while, oh man, can I even talk about the National Lampoon's uh, European vacation at this moment or not? Um, I believe the spoiler the spoiler alert has been lifted on National Lampoon's European vacation. Yes. Okay, so at one point, there are various incarnations of the National Lampoon universe. And they're they're told in the movie, hey, there's this uh, multiverse of of National Lampoonness. <laughs> what? Turns out that, that turns out that that's not true. Okay. However, maybe maybe that particular character wasn't lying after all, because <laughs> Doctor Strange will be exploring the multiverse it's in the multiverse of madness. Eric Idle, when he was wearing that fishbowl on his head in, in National Lampoon's European Vacation, and he was talking about the multiverse, yep. I thought Eric Idle was totally BSing because we know that Eric Idle is a big BSer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, surprised me to see this this title. It totally. Oh, okay. I guess it there is. It totally was. Also, also, yeah. also, Marvel said this is going to be their first true horror film. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. considering that uh, 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 C. Robert Cargill, who wrote uh, the first one, has also the mind behind Sinister and a couple of other horror movies, um, this should be very, very interesting. Yeah. Unless you count Thor The Dark World. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was just a horror to watch, Different not kind an of horror, yeah. horror story. That's the, joke. That's the joke I'm making. Different kind of horror show. Does this um, mean, by yeah. the way, well, you know, no, let's stay on this track, but I do want to ask about something that... Go ahead. That, um, the, the New Mutants movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do we know what's happening with that? Like that we, was supposed we, to be a good Marvel horror. And I know it was a Fox thing, but yeah. So that has been back and forth, back and forth. It's been recut, re-edited. It's supposed to still be a movie is my understanding, but it will okay. appear on Disney plus. Okay. Gotcha. So that's, that's maybe we'll even get that at the launch of Disney plus because Disney plus starts this fall, but we're not going to see the first Marvel thing until spring of next May. year. Yeah. Oh, we won't until, actually know until fall actually. Fall oh, the, the, uh, yeah, well, at first Disney Marvel. Plus stuff, but as far as Marvel Studios goes, uh, May 1st of 2020, we'll see Black Widow. That has actually been shooting for quite some time now, 30 right. days. So they're right. about a third of the way through production on that. Uh, they showed a couple of fight scenes uh, going on in that. David Harbour is showing up, and I forget what character he's playing. Uh, in in the Hellboy uh, is the great crossover of Hellboy. Oh, no man, I, <laughs> I I sat down and watched that movie over the weekend. Yeah, it's poop. And well, okay, little little side trip here down Hellboy Lane. The cool thing about Hellboy is they touch on three awesome stories from the Hellboy universe and they set them up. There's the, the movie opens with Hellboy in Mexico with the luchador vampires and all that stuff. And it's really, really cool. But kind of like what I was talking about, uh, Neil Gaiman's uh, North's mythology book, it's Neil Gaiman's retelling of those myths that he listened to growing up as a kid. And what happens in Hellboy is it feels like 
you got somebody who has read Hellboy once, maybe twice, got them really, really drunk, and then asked them to tell you these stories. And that's what came out of it. Because so it's the drunk Marvel history. <laughs> well, drunk Hellboy history, but it's drunk like history, it, it, yeah. <laughs> it is set up perfectly, and then they just collapse in on it, on itself. It's it's interesting in what they're doing, but oh man, they just they just can't stick the landing on that. So all right. All right. Anyway, Black Black Widow is coming out her? May first. Is that what's her beak? Scarlett, that is Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Okay. Yes. All right. So this is a, I mean, <laughs> this Pre- is a prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shrug your shoulders, right? All right. Oh, this is a Black Widow movie. Okay. This is a Black Widow movie. Yeah. So we don't know what's going on there. Mm. Uh, then coming out in the fall of 2020 and November uh, 6th is the Eternals. That is the one, again, we've heard a lot of talk about the Eternals, how they are a race of immortals that were uh, sent to Earth to protect the Earth by the Celestials and to protect them from the Deviants. Uh, that movie, my understanding is that they are just started production of this, so uh, everybody was on stage. Uh, so we've got Richard Madden, we've got Selma Hayek, we've got Brian uh, Tyree Henry in this, uh, Camille uh, Najani, Angelina Jolie, Don Lee, Leah McHugh is, an, is a new one uh, coming in, young actress there. Uh, so that should be very interesting. I think they showed off some of the very first teaser artwork for the Eternals today, um, but I, I haven't seen it. It's just basically the Celestials walking across uh, the planes kind of thing. Mm. It better be more than that, I guess, in the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, the one that I'm very excited about um, is uh, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, yeah. And the reason why I'm so excited about this is because uh, playing the title role of Shang-Chi is Simu Liu, I think I'm pronouncing his name somewhat correctly, uh, from Kim's Convenience. And I have been a fan of Kim's Convenience since day one. Yep. He is an awesome guy on Twitter. He's an awesome guy on Instagram. Uh, just a, an all-out great guy, and I'm glad that uh, that he's been hired for that. We do have to wait until February of 2021 for that movie to arrive in theaters. Yeah, um, he'll, he'll be great, because apparently, like, in 2018, he reached out on Twitter to them and said, hey, yeah, I got a great idea yeah. for this movie. We should work together. And now Which somehow is, it's all happening, but... His having yeah. watched because this is my this I just started binging. Well, I shouldn't say I just started because I'm almost to the end. But I I've, I've been binging through Kim's Convenience. His role mm-hmm. is fantastic. I love his relationship with his sister. He mm-hmm. is great. And I kept thinking to myself while the show is going, why am I not seeing him in other things? Why he's has he not blown up into a thousand other rad stuff? Now I think yeah, it's his moment. This is going to be it. He's going to do really well. Yeah, what's funny is just before he had sent a thing out to Marvel saying, hey, Marvel, we need to talk about this. Uh, Ashley Victoria Robinson had actually written an article over on Major Spoilers as soon as the movie was released on. Here are the actors that she would like to see uh, play uh, Shang-Chi, possible actors, and Simu was one of those. And so it's almost like our article goes up, he reaches out to, to, to Marvel. He didn't have a screen test until Sunday of last week, not this past Sunday. And then he wasn't hired until Tuesday before the Saturday announcement. So this is like a last minute hire for them yeah. going into this. So I'm, that's very exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. So, so, all right, sorry, keep going. I, I know we're getting to two very big deals and I don't want to, I don't want to. Yeah. So Dr. Strange already mentioned May 7th, 2021. And then we will have to wait a while until uh, November of 2021. Uh, to see Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, This was a lot of news over the last uh, couple of weeks about this because uh, Taika Waititi has been brought back in to direct that movie. Um, The reason why this one is pushed back so far is because he does have to finish Suicide Squad first over at Warner Brothers. Uh, But a lot of people are, eh, Here's I will quote a a Jane Foster quote from the Mighty Thor. Calm thine tits, people. Uh, (laughs) So wait, so are you telling me 
that a percentage of the internet audience has decided <laughs> to rebel against the idea of Thor being a woman. Is that this what you're telling me? I can't. Oh, I, I'm trying to grapple with this. I can't imagine that somebody somewhere might lose their shit over a thing that A, they know nothing about, and B, are dicks about it. Are you saying right. that's what's happening? I'm, I'm just saying that there's a bunch of people who are already upset that Natalie Portman is coming back to reprise her Jane Foster role and that Jane Foster has been deemed worthy to pick up Mew Mew and possess the power of <laughs> Thor. Uh, people I need see, to go and read the Jason Aaron, um, um, the Mighty Thor run, which is really, really cool. And the thing that's about that's really cool about that uh, Aaron run, and I don't know if they're going to put it in this movie or not, is that... Jane Foster has cancer, and every time she transforms into the mighty Thor, the cancer drugs are removed from her body. So she is actually killing herself every time she transforms into Thor. And that would be very interesting to explore in this movie. So yeah. that, that'll be interesting. We also see Tessa Thompson returning as the uh, the queen of, or the king of, uh, of uh, Midgard or the... Uh, um, Odinsville or whatever it is. Odinsville. Uh, and and she and and they said, hey, she's looking for a king to or a queen to rule with her. And then Chris Hemsworth as well will be uh will be back. So. I just have the my assumption Asgardville. is yeah, I've <laughs> My my assumption is that Th- Thor Prime there, Chris Hemsworth, is mm-hmm. on the ship and doing the doing the Guardians three business. Yeah, he's part of the Asgardians well, of the Galaxy. But I mean, he's going to be in this movie. Um, so that does bring up the question, uh, where is Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Well, that is going to have to wait until James Gunn uh, is done with uh, with his movie, which, oh, maybe I said uh, uh, Taika Waititi is doing Suicide Squad. It's James Gunn who's doing Suicide mm. Squad. And so oh, we have right. to wait for that movie to finish before he can do Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which was not re- released or announced uh, at this show. Uh, and that is the those are the five movies that have been announced uh, from Marvel Studios as part of phase four. And my understanding is this is the complete phase four, which I was really surprised that they announced at uh, the convention. Now, here's where things get a little interesting, Scott and Brian. And maybe if you guys have followed, uh, you know, the slotted releases where Disney has said, here are the dates that we are releasing movies from now until the end of time. Mm. There are three movies, three Marvel movies, three unannounced Marvel movies that have been announced for February 18th, 2022, May 6th, 2022, and July 29th of 2022. Mm. Now, there are a number of movies that we know that there are going to get sequels. Black Panther 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, uh, 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 Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, you heard, and he barked all these out as his like one last thing moment after all. It was that kind stuff. of exactly one more thing, right? He kept, he but he didn't necessarily say that those are the three slots. He also said as he was leaving, "Oh, oh by the way, uh, you yes. guys all remember a Copperhead from uh, Luke Cage, Marshala uh, Ali. Yeah, uh, you may remember him as Uncle Aaron from uh, the best Spider-Man movie to be ever made. Uh, <laughs> Mahershala, by the way. Yeah, Mahershala. There you go. Uh, he will be playing Blade." So everybody, welcome Blade to the to the stage. Oh, by the way, we have no more time to talk about anything else. So yeah. we don't know whether Blade is going to be a movie or if Blade is going to be a Disney Plus series. My guess is it's going to be a Disney Plus series. Mm-hmm. I mean, I um, take but, either way. I want Blade back mm-hmm. in a big way, and I think yeah. he's he's and Ali perfect. Is like the best pick for that. Yeah. I mean, Wesley Snipes is great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but I love I love Mahershala Ali, and I you know I'm, I'm I can get past the whole 
well, wait, he's Cottonmouth in the MCU, even though that was Netflix MCU. But it's I still, mean, uh, you know, uh, Captain America also played uh, Johnny Storm, but not in a not in an MCU property. The Netflix wow. stuff was considered to be <laughs> yes, it was, was supposed to be the MCU canon. But notice that for a lot of the things that have happened in that. Uh, Netflix series, they danced around a lot of the Marvel Universe stuff. Well, they did. They did. And, they, and they it's not like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where they had cameos of, you know, right. like uh, uh, Samuel Jackson and Kobe Smulders and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, So, I know. Yeah. No, believe me. Come on. I, I know your argument. I'm just saying, and I'm certainly not, I don't want them to say, oh, you're right. He was in, on the Netflix Luke Cage thing, we can't have him be played because I want him as Blade. Yeah, I want, I want him, him as Blade. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look, yeah. if we, yeah. so if, I don't know, if, we, if you, I don't know also, where that's going to sit. Right. Yeah. Right. So he also mentioned, and I thought it was another thing as he was leaving the the stage. Um, you know, we still haven't announced anything about Fantastic Four, but but they're saying yeah. it's on the radar and yeah. movies about movies featuring mutants. I yeah, think he was the said, way he, uh, it. he goes, oh, we're so we're out of time. I didn't have time. I didn't even have time to talk about the Fantastic Four. I didn't even have time to talk about mutants. Yeah, right. And the crowd ah. lost their minds. And then <laughs> so, <laughs> I lost my mind, too. Yeah, <laughs> still losing so, my mind. Yeah. Kevin Feige or Feige, 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 I, I, I keep I, Figgle. Figgle's house. Figgles. Yeah, Figgles. Figgles. Figglesworth. OK, yeah, Figglesworth. so Mr. Figglesworth. <laughs> You know, he has already, I mean, he's already said, look, um, yes, the mutants, the X-Men are on the horizon. We're just not going to take a, a, a swing at them right now. They are part of Disney and Marvel Studios. So we'll get to them, but don't expect them right away. Yeah. Except we still have three dates in 2022 that are open. Right. Also, also uh, not uh, mentioned, of course, as I said, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 or Captain Marvel 2 or Black Panther 2. I was really surprised that they announced all of Phase Four at uh, Comic Con mm-hmm. because next month we have D twenty three. Yeah, and that's usually where they well oh, they did it last right. time. Phase three was announced at D twenty. That's right. 20, well, whatever. actually, Phase three was I think announced at just an, an event at the El Capitan Theater. Oh, uh, it was but, an event. Yeah, but those three dates in twenty twenty two and the confirmed Fantastic Four stuff yeah. could all be big announcements at. D23 next could month be. in Anaheim. And they are going to talk more about Stark laboratories, you know, the, the Stark stuff that they're, the Marvel right. stuff that they're adding to the parks. Um, do we know, I mean, did they actually say definitively this is all the Phase 4 stuff, nothing else will be announced for Phase 4? Or No, they didn't. They didn't they say could, they that could this wedge was... Something else they, in. Could, they could certainly wedge something in, and if you yeah. look at that schedule, you have a uh, May, so it's May 2020, uh, November 2020. So that is repeated in 2021 mm-hmm. with um, Doctor Strange and Thor. But then you also have Shang-Chi, which is a February release. And there is no 2021 spring movie release. Uh, or I'm sorry, 2020. 20. Oh, they do have that. In. Yeah. So they yeah. could still do something for that uh, February 2022. Could still be part of phase four. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess is they're... this may be phase four. Yeah. This may be it. Yeah, I mean, it. and yes. if it is, it, I'm not complaining. It's 10, 10 properties that I'm really excited for. Right. Um, I'm hoping that they do with Shang-Chi what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Take, you know, this this not very well-known property, Marvel property, B-list at best, D-list probably, 
and um, and make something uh, massive and oh, cool. Yeah, it, got a, it got announced. Yes. I had to go look it up. I didn't know what it was. I'd never. Even yeah. Heard so of it. this is the full phase four is what uh, what the quote is is being said. Okay. So okay. my guess is if they're announcing stuff at at uh, D23 and for people that don't know what D23 is, it's Disney's annual event. Uh, it's their convention. So all the Star Wars stuff that we didn't get to hear at um, at San Diego Comic-Con will be talked about at D23. All of the other Marvel dates I expect to be announced. If they're if they teased Blade and Fantastic Four and the Mutants, I would not be surprised if we didn't hear a little bit about phase five uh, at D23. Uh, I do expect that Marvel will have a presence, especially with the Disney streaming service getting ready to launch oh, yeah. with Star Wars being a big part of the, the Disney streaming service and the upcoming movies, which, again, except for Red Stormtroopers uh, on the uh, mm. on display at the show, there were very few Star Wars panels and there were none related to the movies, but there were some related to merchandise, some related to comic books. Yeah, um, they're but holding all that out. Star Wars other stuff is is waiting for for the big Disney. Yeah, they're holding out for their for their big deal. I, uh, and, anyway, will and there ever be a... nothing? Oh, go ahead. There's certainly nothing that says that in Multiverse of Madness or Loki mm-hmm. or Thor that we don't see some sort of cameo by a mutant or a uh, uh, a Richards, <laughs> a yeah, Richard Storm or Grimm. You never know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I somebody I, I saw this online. A perfect way to introduce the Fantastic Four back into the Marvel universe, and that is to tell a Fantastic Four series set in the 1960s mm-hmm. yeah and we said it here on tms oh, oh, maybe that's where it was. okay that's where it was okay <laughs> set in the 1960s and then come back and and then they you know go back into go up into space and then they don't return until present day right um, oh that's that, a good that way. would be that is a good way to do it yeah because you know they go into the they do the test rocket mm-hmm. then they come back but i do like a, a series that would be set in the 60s and then at the end of that series they go off into space and that's why they're not part of the modern that would be a great way to do MCU. it and you could pull them into the multiverse of madness, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. Dr. Strange is uh, mm-hmm. flipping around between three billion different realities and says, oh, in this one, there's a a, a family of four people who, uh, not really family, a couple of them are, are married, but a couple brother, sister, blah, 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 who uh, are superheroes in their reality. And now we're yeah. going to bring them into ours or something like that. Yeah. 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 But I do like they've been in the negative zone the whole time, adhesive wombat. That is the way to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a number of ways cool. you can do it, and they've they've certainly proven in previous films that you know while we like to think of the MCU starting with Tony Stark and Iron Man, um, there are characters that have been around since before. I mean, you had the first Avenger, you've had uh, you know experiments with the Hulk, all taking place before uh, the very first uh, Iron Man movie. So you can do all of that stuff and still put it into continuity. It's just like you, the audience, just weren't made aware of it. Uh, you've got this guy with a scratched out eye that is completely aware of what's going on in the uh, in the world of the MCU and and he's very aware of things that are that are happening. So I think that'll be I think that'll be fun and interesting to see. But it's a very exciting time uh, for people that are like, well, what happens after Avengers? A whole bunch more. I know what yeah. happens. Ant-Man 3 attack a B-Man. <laughs> yeah, they didn't they Listen, mentioned nothing about Ant-Man. You can't rip on Ant-Man until you watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, Scott. Oh, I'm not ripping, I'm into it. I like him. Ant-Man's <laughs> one of my favorite characters in that whole thing, Scott Lang, dude. Do, just, yeah. just spreading the word, doing the good deeds, turning small, turning big, doing what he got to do. <laughs> okay. He's great. Right. I have nothing negative about that to say. Um all right. Uh well, this is all good. There's obviously a lot to parse here if you want more mm-hmm. of it. Lots of detailed stuff over at Majorspoilers.com, of course. Tomorrow we'll be recording a new Comic Dorks. 
I have mm-hmm. a feeling that that may dominate our discussion. Yeah, we'll have that. But we're also going to talk about uh, Alan Moore also made an announcement about his retirement again. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about that uh, during. Comic <laughs> I Christmas thought he Christmas. was long retired. This was news to me. I heard that and went, wait, you're not already retired from writing comics. Like, what are you talking about? Go back to your cave. But anyway, we'll so find much, out what that so is tomorrow retiring. on Comic Dorks and more uh, this week. Steven, anything else people should be watching out for on the site? Uh, you know, there was there was so much coming out of Comic-Con, especially on the media side. If you guys didn't see the HBO trailer for uh, Watchmen, uh, that looks amazing. Mm-hmm. If you didn't uh, see some of the uh, I and mean, there really wasn't a whole lot of new comic book announcements, but you can go up to major spoilers and click on that SDCC tag on any of the articles and it'll take you to the complete list. And you can see some of the some of the big announcements that are coming out from the on the publishing side. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of a lot of TV stuff that was there at the show as well, including some Star Trek stuff, which I'm sure is why you need to get Daryl in here uh, to talk about that, because lots of minds blown mm. at the uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, I have a lot to say about a couple of those mind blowing events. Uh, so we'll get Daryl on here in a minute and do that. Uh, but check it all out. Majorspoilers.com. Major spoilers on Twitter. Stephen, thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. Stay hydrated. Bye. It's good advice right now. It's true. I didn't drink near enough water yesterday. I kind of feel it today. I feel dried out. A little dried out, yeah. Like a withery old piece of wood. All right. (laughs) It is uh, that time of the day and that time of the week where we bring in Daryl. And we hope for the best when we do that. (laughs) All we can do do is just cross our fingers and hope for the best. (laughs) Yep. Thankfully today we got a lot to say. He's, yeah. he's apparently at home today. He's, yeah. oh, he's apparently at home today. This is going great. This is going great. Hey, Daryl, turn going down great. your radio. Oh, I know what's going on here. Hey, oh, my Darryl, Lord. Turn down your radio. Oh, I know what's going on here. Hey, oh, my Lord. I'll call you back. Right, I'm calling him back. I thought if that went on just a little longer, I would actually reach a new level of insanity. <laughs> like we've just entered the multiverse of madness. That was horrendous. <laughs> I'm really sorry, everyone who heard that. I'm not going to edit it, though, because... That was funny. All right, we're trying him again. She's got us in a time loop. Wesley, get us out of this. Exactly. All right, now we're good. <laughs> Sanity has been restored. Oh, your your volume is super like hot. super, super hot, hot, like uh oh, thousand percent higher than it should be. <laughs> oh, what's going on here? I don't know. Well, maybe it's better. Are you on a? You're on like a headset mic, right? No, I'm on the usual oh. thing. Yeah, I don't know. Your volume just shot to head, right up yeah, to hell and super back. Super tinny too. I don't know if you mm. got like just a your your. If you're on a Windows box, I've noticed this lately. My Windows machine, for no reason, without warning, will just jack my volume up. It'll just suddenly. It's not auto adjusting. It'll just be. Eh, you know what? This time I'll be at nine thousand percent. How do you like that? It says. Can we all just finally agree that Windows sucks? Windows Come on. I mean, I know we've been tiptoeing around it since 1984, but... (laughs) It sucks. I'm just kidding. I just want all the emails to go to Scott. Yeah. Also, 84 would have been way too early for Windows, right? Well, that's when, you know, the Mac came out. That's true. (laughs) Hey, uh, hold on a second there, Daryl. Say it again. Say words. (laughs) Um, Let's see. What's the input? What's the output? Is this... That's really loud. Shoot. It's really loud and tinny. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's better now. Did you? What did you do? 
the Windows thing decided to turn itself up to full blast. Oh yeah, turn it down a little bit more, and then we've got we've got um, the makings for pop for popular content. Full saucer separation. Yeah, there we go. Eight percent better, better. You sound better now. Hey Daryl, I'm gonna play this. Those are probably really salty, I would think. Yeah, there's your there's your intro for today's great Trek news, which is all about Comic Con 2019 and all the revelations we got. And I don't think Data's face looks right, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, all right, should we probably start with the Picard deal? Let's start with Picard. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're still really hot. I think your thing's oh. adjusting up without you wanting it to. I think that's what's happening there. Maybe maybe get a little further from the microphone for a little bit. I think it might be Skype trying to adjust them up. Oh, it's, might be right. Yeah. And why it thinks you're quiet. The enterprise is having a problem there too. Yeah, uh, but while you're doing that, I'll just say this: uh, I like the trailer. I'm very excited about it. It mm-hmm. is uh, got some stunt casting in there for sure. And we also had confirmation over the weekend that Riker is in it. Uh, he and wasn't Troy. Yeah, and Troy. They're not in the trailer, but they're in Picard in some fashion, whether it's small bits or larger arcs. We don't know. Um, I am 100% behind the idea of Seven of Nine being involved. Yeah, a little crossover yeah. action. Yeah, I'm great with that. She's great, and Jerry Ryan's great, and I have no problem with her reprising that role in whatever way they're going to do it here. There's obviously some Borg storyline happening because... Yeah. These reclamated Borg stuff is is an interesting. We get a shot of the of the Borg cube and. Yep. Uh, what else? Who else shows up? So data. Well, the fact that we get data, who's apparently being kept in a drawer just under Picard's <laughs> socks and underwear. <laughs> yeah, get a little data parts under there. Uh, yeah. He says something at the end. His face looks weird. I don't like it. Well, got to do a lot of makeup. Brent Spiner is older than he was, you know. Yeah, it's just weirding me out. That's all. A lot of makeup has to fill in the cracks. Yeah. If they just shrunk the shrunk the image horizontally, it'd be a probably normal. Yeah, it's a wide thing. It's very weird. (laughs) Throws me off. But other than that, uh, and it's not even a problem. Like, who cares? Like, I'll, I'll take whatever I can get. That's just the problem. Is I've just watched him a lot in reruns and. When you do that, it throws you when you see him again. Um, but that's true of Picard, too. Picard's a lot older here. And, uh, yeah. The only other thing that really took me out of that trailer is him showing up at Starfleet Academy or whatever the hell it is. And it's the Anaheim Convention Center. And it's straight <laughs> up just that. They don't alter it. They don't change it. It is yeah. a thousand percent the Anaheim Convention Center. The only thing missing, in my view, is a BlizzCon sign and welcome to it, right? Like, well, let's talk about that because, all right, let's say, you know, it's the future. We've we've just decided to create Starfleet and, and uh, Starfleet is now going to be a thing. Oh, we need to come up with some cool headquarters. What's a place that's big enough? You know what? The Anaheim Convention Center is pretty nice. It's on the West Coast. It's pretty good. I think Starfleet just in, in the... In canon, they just take over the Anaheim Convention Center. Right, let's hope that that's how that goes. I have a feeling it won't, since all that stuff's supposed to be in San Francisco. Uh, right. So I think that this is just them saying, "Hey, that's futurey looking," but they should have altered it. They should have done some changes to make it so it wasn't so blatant. Because I just I can't get it out of my head. It's weird. And, and cadets apparently have to go through uh, forty-five minutes of uh, security. Uh, gates to be able to get into Starfleet yeah. every day, every morning for class, and they're the exact same uh, 
tree, uh, uh, what do you call them? Coconut trees, uh, palm trees. Right, palm trees. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell where he is in relation to the Hilton. Like it's just throwing me. It's just a weird. Yeah. I'm too close to it. I can't. I can't separate myself from that place. But uh, fine. It's it's whatever. Who cares? It looks like it's going to be good though. And there is more of him on ships flying places. Like I was worried about the courtroom stuff, and it was just going to be flashbacks. But this appears to be him getting out there. Yeah, a big deal comes up and he has to leave and go into space. Yeah. He's, it's not the winery uh, show that we <laughs> thought right. it might be. It, it looked like it was going to be from the uh, from the poster. Yeah. yeah, and not only that, the I mean, the original teaser just told us nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this is a lot. I don't hear a lot of talk. Okay, so here's my big bummer uh, thing. If you're going to have all the stunt casting, great. I have no problem with it. Like, that's super great. It got me excited to see all those people. Well, those two people and then hear about the others. But you got to get me some Worf in here. Like, give me a little Worf. Uh, the freaking, <laughs> what's his name, looks great. He is killing Michael it. Dorn. There's nothing wrong with yeah. Michael Dorn. Unless there's some secret, like, everyone hated him on set or something. <laughs> like, get him in there and have, you know, some DS9 connection if you have to or whatever. I don't care. I want Worf in this. Michael he, Dorn is without honor. He is not a merry man. So get him in there and make it happen. I don't well, know. we know he wants to be. Oh, we do know. He, yeah. He's always wanted to be. He wanted his own show, the Wharf Show, but I guess they chose Picard. <laughs> Part of it was just calling Worf it the Wharf Show. Show. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually what I want. The Wharf Show. Yeah, starring, starring Michael Dorn as the Wharf. As the Wharf. <laughs> what must I do to convince you people? Die. All right. So you need some of that is what I'm saying. Um, anyway, your thoughts, your take on it? What do you think of that there, Daryl? Well, my favorite thing is it's beyond... I mean, it's not a prequel. It's going into the future. It's past TNG, and that's what I'm excited about because now they can do anything. Mm. I mean, I've heard some complaints. Uh, I heard somebody say, this doesn't look like the TNG I grew up with. Oh, this, good, though. Yeah, but they. But see, this is what they. This is what they mean. And I hate to tell them this, and I and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, everybody. But the way that Star Trek: Next Generation, and for that matter, DS Nine and, and Voyager, the way that those shows were constructed, filmed, arranged, shot, all of that, is no longer a way you make TV shows. It's just not a thing anymore. The aesthetic of it has changed, and I don't mean suddenly BSG came along and everybody went, "Ooh, we got to go gritty." I don't mean that. I mean, stuff stopped looking like that after the yeah. 90s. We moved on. We can do more dynamic things. Special effects have moved on. All of that stuff has moved on. And also budgets have absolutely moved on. So you got to get you gotta get okay with it or ignore it. Because if you don't like the idea that this stuff feels more cinematic, then what you're telling me is you don't like how all of TV has done that. That's all yeah, television, right. not yeah. just Star Trek. All of it went this way. So... If you want that kind of stiff standing around, looking at each other, meet me in my ready room. Like if you want that Polish, pace, yeah. you're not going to get it. It's just mm-hmm. not. You'll get that yeah. with the Orville. Yeah, I guess the Orville has this fun way of of straddling that, right? Like mm-hmm. they can do both those things at once and, and they really are paying homage to that thing. I just don't think future. <laughs> Nobody at CBS All Access is going to make a stand around and talk show. Now. I would like them to be more sciencey. I would like the show to be more true to those origins. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna sometimes they're gonna get, say they're gonna say, look, this action is more important here than 
a lecture from Picard about, you know, the history of something. That's just how they're going to go. So we got to get, we got to make our peace with it and then enjoy think, it for what I it think does. they'll put in some of that, but because it's what Star Trek is, right? but it's not going to be all that and then it shouldn't be. Right. So there you go. I, uh, Brian, are you excited about this? I mean, you got to be, right? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, um, I mean, you keep saying stunt casting, and I know you don't mean that in a negative term. I mean, I'm, I'm su- super excited about Jerry Ryan, the whole crossover thing there. I'm excited about, all right, it's not just a um, how is he doing in retirement kind of thing. It's, you know, it's exciting to see that there is an actual story. And it doesn't feel like a story where it's like we just have Picard involved for like five minutes of it, and the rest of the stuff is kind of called or phoned in like he's going to be on subspace communication saying All right, well, now you need to go check uh go go visit uh so-and-so on planet x and see what he says about it it's, yeah. he's going to be involved with it the whole time yeah and so. there's a lot of trippy looking vulcans and there's like uh he seems like he's got a crew that reminds me of like a star yeah. wars kind of crew or a yeah. firefly yeah. kind of crew like there's a there's yeah, a, there's, it's a, not a starfleet thing he's out of starfleet now right so he's like on some smuggler ship or who knows what that's mm-hmm. ex- that's exciting, sp- you know. I like all this. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't as excited. I mean, I was excited for a little bit, but I did. I got really excited when I saw the trailer and also found out who's going to be involved in this. Yeah, and who doesn't like extra wide data? Extra wide <laughs> data face. That's, yeah, uh, right. You need uh, extra data storage. Yeah, it's more that's data storage. Data storage. That drawer. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's data storage. <laughs> Maybe uh, he uh, he's like a squirrel and he on stores the front the, of that drawer. Yeah, exactly. Data storage. Oh my data. lord, yeah. that's pretty. Somebody has to have coined that somewhere. I think somebody did. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, now we can do this. You may now give birth. Let's talk about the other stuff that's going on there. Or do you do you want to break down what else happened Star Trek wise? What else happened? Oh, else we get? geez, there's just way too much. Um. There's the animated series, which we now see the style of. There's lots of pictures now out. Really? Oh, I haven't seen that yet. It's okay. It's just the modern cartoon style. Mm. And this is Below Decks. That's the name of it. Yeah. Uh, What is it? Below Decks? Is that it? Star Trek. Lower Decks. Lower Decks. Lower Decks. Lower Decks. That's right. Below Decks is the uh, Bravo reality show that Tina, for some reason, is watching. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Below Decks. Sorry. Keep talking. Now, no. Lower lower Decks, Scott. Lower Decks. Or sorry. Yeah. There it is. Lower Decks. We know who the, who the voice actors are, and and uh, they are the main ones are Tawny Newsom, Jack Quaid, Jerry O'Connell. Mm. I mm. I'm excited about that. I always liked him and stuff. Yeah, he's a slider. That guy. Yeah. yeah. What else did he do? Because I'm getting him confused with other people. He's uh well he has a twin brother, he, so you might confuse yeah. him with him. Which well, one married uh, uh, Rebecca Romain? Her, it, him, I think. I think Jerry. Okay, it's him. All right. And he was the fat kid in Stand by Me. Um, okay. Right. Yeah, and then right. he was in sliders. He was in that Piranha three D shuffle, right? And he had to go retrieve that uh, that baseball from <laughs> the that's, dog that uh, that's the Goonies. Dog. That's Goonies you got there. <laughs> and then he had to go get that baseball from the dog. That De- was on definitely, the the definitely also not that movie. That's uh, that's your uh, other one, the baseball kids <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, you're mixing them all that, up. Uh, Gremlin from the old man at the uh, yeah. antique store. So yeah, don't okay. get them wet. And yeah, you got it right. You nailed that whole mm-hmm. thing is right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Jerry O'Connell's cool. What's uh, any any other notable voices in the cast? Um, those are the main ones. There's there's a character that is a cat. Yeah. 
you know, like uh, like in the animated series, that that cat. Oh, shut up! Cow. Please tell me that they don't bring that cat oh. back. I don't know I if it's it was that. Like I don't think it's that cat. exact one. <laughs> it would be really old by then, and they don't live that long. Yeah, that yeah. thing's garbage poop. Not yeah. Looking good. at the animation style, it looks like it's reminding me of Kim Possible, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, very similar to that. I mean, that's the that's the modern, and this is for kids, so you know, or they're aiming at it. Oh, there really is a cat wearing a. It's yeah. the medical officer is a cat. No, really. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in then, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of that. Uh, it looks I fine. I, you know what? It looks like it might be more comedic than than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um. The the but quality. It's a kids one. The kids one is going to be on Nickelodeon. Yeah. And they didn't say much about that. His Jerry O'Connell's oh, name is Commander Ransom. So mm -hmm. that's cool. Uh, what about the other one? Isn't there another animated thing, or am I thinking of something else? What yeah, am I thinking of? The CGI one that's going to be on Nickelodeon. But oh. They didn't say anything about that. Okay, so that's not been talked about. All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, did they... Today we learned that communication is possible with his arms wide open <laughs> when the walls fell. When the walls fell. Uh, so, <laughs> what else? Anything else happened? Let's see. Discovery. Oh, Discovery. David... Oh, yeah, Discovery, yeah. David Ajala, is that his hit? I don't know. Well, that guy from Supergirl is going to be on Discovery what's, in season three. What's his deal? Oh. Who's he? I suspect he's going to be our captain of the season. Since oh. we get a new one every season. Yeah, this is their thing, isn't it, with Discovery? Just swapping yeah. captains was, out. Uh, um, what was Manchester Black in Supergirl? Yeah. In this most recent season. Okay. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Like that guy? No hands and mount? I like that guy. Hands and mounts out. No more hands no, and mounts. they are hands doing... There's rumors of they're going... They're, work, they're talking about... I must be careful with my words. Yeah. They're talking about uh, an Anson Mount series with Spock. And number one. Okay. But that's not official that I know of. All right. I'd be into it because I yeah. like that guy. But they are for sure making a short trek with that. Yeah. Of that. Do you hear Tarantino say out loud that um, he would be 100% okay if his last movie that he directs is a Star Trek movie? It's an interesting thing for him to say. He yeah. was just like, yeah, if I, the last movie I make, yeah, that'd be great. Show me your feet. Like, that's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> That's an interesting thing to say. Like he's he's not yeah. that doesn't bother him. It's like it doesn't he doesn't think that would affect his legacy. He wants to do this. I don't know well, if that's still... he does it and then he says, Ooh, I don't want that thing to be my last movie, okay? Yeah. All right. Okay, okay. Take okay. your shoes off. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Take your I'm, shoes off. I'm Joe Pesci all of a sudden. Every bit of every <laughs> everything is take your shoes off with him in the end. Uh, uh what else, Daryl? There's more. What else? Oh, what else? Um, oh, is there Orville things? Oh, Hulu's yeah. getting Orville now. Oh, yeah. Orville is off Fox. Yeah. Done. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Which, which I think, I feel like that's a good move. Like, I think that they can do more with the Orville on Hulu. Hopefully, it's not a place to die. Hopefully, it's a place to to increase the, the edge of the show, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Handmaid's Tale is there, and it's doing great. Yeah. It seems to be doing okay, that show. Yeah, yeah it seems to win awards and uh, be, become uh, water cooler talk. They yeah. make, they make so good maybe, originals over there, sure. Maybe less peeing on statues and more fun exploration, science-y type stuff. My favorite thing from last week's announcements have nothing to do with Star Trek or Marvel or Disney or anything. It was that um, the showrunner for Man in the High Castle is going to produce a 
Warhammer 40k series, live action series for Prime. And I could not be more excited about that idea. And I know 40k is not everyone's bag of pajamas, but for me, mm-mm good. Very excited about that. Anyway, all right, back to Trek. What else? Yes. Like a bat uh, the la- About the last thing there is, is that there's going to be a triple episode, uh, Short Trek. Uh, I don't oh. know how I feel about that. Wait, Short Trek? Oh, you you'd mean rather, the, the You'd rather see the... it as a Short Trek, one of those little shorts that they do in between seasons. You'd much yeah. rather see it as a Short Trek, though, than a full episode of Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't you? I would. For yeah. sure. Let's let's you know, let's just do it in here and uh and then we can get it out of our system. And and, <laughs> yeah. and Daryl, no movie news at all, right? At this event. We didn't get anything uh, about no, a film. No movie news. Interesting. I mean the shift may be the focus well, I think it's clear. The focus right now is let's get all the T V stuff going and streaming stuff going and movies can wait a little, I guess. I'm uh-huh. not. Sh- well, they're different companies now. So Paramount does the movies. So yeah. that's all their deal. Whatever they want to do with that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know why they're not doing something. I don't know. It just surprises me. There's just such a shift from there was no Trek on TV for so long, and now suddenly there's too much of it almost. <laughs> well, they want it to be going all year instead of just the one Discovery show. They want a lot of things so you can just keep watching and not unsubscribe from. CBS All Access. I wonder if this Star Trek cartoon will scratch the basic Star Trek need. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, it has the, to. here's the planet. We've never seen it before. We've gone down with an away team. Oh no, the gelatinous cube is eating our ensign. Like, I, I want, I want Star <laughs> Trek. I want raw ass Star Trek from that cartoon. Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and I don't know if we'll get it, but I hope we get it. I hope so. It has to. Yeah. Or it's not Star Trek. It's just some cartoon. The style, Brian's right, it's very Kim Possible, this stuff. Mm-hmm. It should be Kim's convenience style. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Daryl, I think that's everything for now. Yep, looks like it. Lots of details to come, of course. Uh, we'll talk about them here on the show. It's always fun to hang out and chat about all things Star Trek. Daryl is the Trek nerd on Twitter. You can find him at This Week at Trek at ThisWeekTrek.com, where I'm guessing you guys will have a huge roundup of all this stuff as well. We right? already did. Oh, my Lord. Oh, listen. Set fire to your boat and sail away. <laughs> Bye. All right. What? I, don't, I don't know what that meant. I can't explain everything I say. It's just not no, possible. It's not Kim possible. Nor should you. Nor should you. <laughs> nor should you have to. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, we're going to play a mashup before we go today. Cool. From Jamie. Cool. You may be familiar with. His other works. His work? Yeah. I, yes. I like his other his mashups work. that he's done. Boy, I was really starting to slump in my chair. i got to stop doing that. Um, let's see here. He sent this in in the form of an MP3 file, which I will now play. All right. It's called Rubbing His Beans. <laughs> Great. Okay. I don't know what to expect from this, except that sounds gross. Here it is. If I was a rich person. (laughs) (laughs) 
you're just like horking in everybody's poop and farts. I've been something up the butthole. I've been ripped into shreds. Anytime there's a dog involved, things get weird. Ah, number one. You've taken number two <laughs> on the carpet again. Okay, Picard. <laughs> okay, Ron Rook. <laughs> You've enjoyed the tip of his arrow. You just like the full shaft at this point. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Just the just the tip. A burglar in Ann Arbor, Michigan, disclosed his location by farting behind a couch uh, as the Madonna Justify My Love video. Yeah, has cones where her breast should be. Not cool. Now give me a coffee with 11 sugars and 14 cups of cream in it. No styrofoam shit. Bring me a real cup. Jericho is all the power went out. Nobody can get it on again. Damn, there's no power. None yeah. of us can get it on. No more babies. That's it. Humanity <laughs> dies a slow death because we can't procreate anymore. Because we can't get the power yeah. There you go. Hey, the arrow is in my bum. I'm going right. to die from the bum arrow. No, it's warm and salty and the worst thing in your mouth. That looks like I could chew it. Is this your duty? Clean up my number two, number one. I sure am lonely on this planet. But I'm tough and can hold all your trash. Today, we're going to rub our beads and pray for Trump. That's all he does now. His right. beans or his beads? Is he rubbing? I said beans, didn't I? I think I meant I think beads. He said beans. <laughs> He's rubbing his beans. <laughs> Picture that for a while. Just put that in your head. <laughs> oh, it makes my crotch hurt. I'm going to go in my sculpture garden and rub my beans for half an hour. I'll have a camera there. As we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe we don't need him anymore. Maybe you can just be him. Maybe that'll work. Be, oh, just be Third Eagle? Yeah, sure, I just, can do that. You just be I'll Third take Eagle. over. Yeah. You're the new third eagle, Brian. Come up with I'll some. just use the uh, I'll use the face uh, app uh, and just oldify myself. If only they could do that live, so I could do a whole show. That would be glorious. That would be. I would enjoy it. All right, we're gonna take our leave. This is the deal. Uh, regular week of shows, so come on back for those. It is the uh, let's see. Today's the twenty second. In two days, we finally have. No more fireworks, because you know how we have two of these in this month. Oh, right. Utah Day, or whatever they call it. Yeah, it's our, f whatever it is. What do we even call it? It's not State Day. It's like a... Freedom Day. I think we call it Pioneer Day, but it's like the day we did statehood. Or maybe it's when the pioneers arrived. I don't know. Whatever it is, the fireworks go off until then, and then we're done with them, and I'm sick of it. So there's uh -huh. that. Uh, so wish us luck there. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you can support our program. We love those of you who do. If you haven't done it before, consider it. Patreon.com slash TMS. You can find everything else you need, ways to contact us, phone numbers, emails, Twitter accounts, all that at frogpants.com slash TMS. All right, Brian, let's play a song. Yes, sir. Uh, this one goes out to Amir Vasquez. He says, hey, Brian. July 18th was my birthday, and I turned the right old age, the right age, I guess he says, sorry, the right age of Don't Panic, 42. And I would like to request a song from your grand library of music archives. I've been a long listener of TMS since its inception. You guys do a great show. I'm really proud of the magical bond you guys have created, not only as friends, but with the community. Aw. Happy belated birthday to Scott. Peace and humptiness forever, signed Amir. Nice. That's awesome. Happy birthday. Hope you had a great birthday on the 18th. I'm going to... Knocked over my 3D print scraper here. Scrape, scrape, scrape. Like you do. Like you do. Um, so he had a bunch of different choices. The first one was a cover of Golden Slumbers slash Carry That Weight, one of the one of the songs from the end of Abbey Road, that second half uh, side two of Abbey Road. This is a great cover right here that I decided to play for this occasion. It is from a live session recorded with uh, Mumford & Sons. 
where they perform golden slumbers and carry that weight once there was a way to get back home again here is uh or are mumford and his sons <laughs> and uh golden slumbers slash carry that weight once there was a way to get back home Once there was a way to get back home Sleep pretty darling, do not cry And I will sing a lullaby Once there was a way to get back There was a way to get back home. Well, sleep, pretty darling, do not cry. And I will sing your lullaby. Golden slumbers fill your eyes. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You may now give birth. <laughs>